Hey, it's the Left Coasters podcast. I'm Dangles. I'm Brian. And I am Tony. And you can find the Left Coasters on Facebook as well as Instagram at the Left Coasters podcast. Always hit us up with your comments and your questions and we will get them on the show. Thank you for listening. Welcome, everybody, to week three, the third episode of the Left Coasters Quarterback Rankings. Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Brian the Ballerina, Balzarini. We are going through quarterbacks 32 to 17, the bottom tier of starting quarterbacks in the league. The names as we get closer to the teens are going to surprise you because there are some names, again, that one of the three of us have murdered in these rankings. Each one of us is going to have to account for a felony that we committed in these rankings in this episode. In this episode, we have two former Super Bowl champions. We have three former number one overall picks, and we have one former MVP in these rankings. Uh, there is free agency going on. The people have been signed. Teams have been making moves. We will cover all of that in the beginning of April in a free agency special. When everything is done, that's when we will attack free agency. Today is all about the bottom tier of NFL quarterbacks. The last episode we had, we went 40 through 33 to recap that. It started off with 40, C.J. Bethard. 39 was the Brockett ship. 38 was Tyrod Taylor, otherwise known as T-Mobile. 37, Blake Bortles himself. 36, Ryan Tannehill. 35, Harvard graduate Ryan Fitzpatrick. 34, 16-game starter Eli Manning. And 33, somehow, was Teddy Ballgame Bridgewater. 32, is the first name we come on this list. It's also a guy who won himself a Super Bowl. It's also a guy that John Elway thinks is the answer in Denver. I've been spending a draft pick on him. Joe Flacco coming in at 32 overall is the new maybe starter in Denver. Dangles, how odd was that move to go get Joe Flacco of all people when you didn't know if Nick Foles might become available? Well, considering that they went and thought that Case Keenan was the answer to their problems last year, I guess it doesn't really surprise me all that much. This is maybe another exercise in futility as far as John Elway is concerned and identifying quarterbacks that are going to pull you out of the, you know, the dumpster. Look, I don't know. I mean, maybe Joe Flacco is the answer. I certainly would trust him over Case Keenum, I think, to, to, to be a a consistent quarterback because he's been doing it well, you, consistently for longer than Case Keenum you, has. You ranked Case Keenum 10 spots higher in your individual rankings. I did as than, well. Than Joe Flacco. Well, I mean, you know, he also played more than Joe Flacco did yes. this year, and there was there was more to look at for yes. him. And, I th- again, if we're talking about this year for the quarterback ranking, sure, I think Case Keenum this year was a better quarterback yeah. than Joe Flacco was. But going forward, you're asking me if Joe Flacco is the answer to for the for the, the Denver Broncos. Am I surprised that they, they, they brought him on? Not really. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is, again, they got to get like, a steadying hand at the quarterback position. He's a Super Bowl winner. Um, they are still a young team. I think they f- still think they can win. Um, I, I still you think know, Denver can win. You know, I, think, I, I agree. You I know? just think Case Keenum is a better quarterback than Joe Flacco. And our, our rankings show it. Each one of us have case, has Case Keenum over Joe Flacco in our rankings. We all made these rankings before the trade as well. So we weren't uh, – that wasn't f- – fueling our mindset here 
Brian, Joe Flacco the past two seasons started every game. Uh, 19, we had him ranked 19th overall in 2017. We had him ranked 27, 22nd in 2018. What made him drop off so far in I, this ranking? I think it's precisely that. We've seen a steady drop, yeah. and, it's, and it's trended farther and farther and farther yeah. as new guys get into the, the, to the locker room and as new guys get into the league. I mean, every year there's four to five quarterbacks that come out of the first, second, or third rounds yeah. and, and deserve some consideration. Yeah. I mean, those guys have got to mature. Those guys have got to get playing time. If a guy like Joe Flacco doesn't stay around and, and improve, nobody's got time for that. Yeah. Nobody's got time for that. I agree so with that. It's, so you, you've got to stay, you got to stay on top of because it. Because there are young guys coming up every year, and the next one proves it. Number 31 overall is a guy that came out of nowhere. Not one, He is a rookie, but he's not one of the rookies we're talk, we, you think we're talking about. Number 31 overall is Nick Mullins, and I really really like that ranking. I think it's exactly where he should be. I had him at 29th. Brian, you had him a little bit lower at 37th. I get that. He is a backup. Dangles had him up at 24th. What makes you think he's a low-tier starter in the league? Uh, I just I think what he did for that team when there was absolutely no other... I mean, he was a, he was a better backup than C.J. Beathard was last yes, year. absolutely. Uh, I just I think, I think especially how low his expectations were and how well he performed he was a gamer. with those. He really was, and he impressed me. And looking at the guys that I ranked in that same area, Marcus Mariota, Josh Allen, uh, Eli Manning, Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah. Sam Darnold. I had one one spot before him at yeah. 23. I feel comfortable, even though I ranked him a bit higher than you guys. I still feel pretty comfortable putting him in that tier. I think he has. I think he has the chops to be a starter somewhere, and with a few more years under his belt. I think you could. I could see him running an NFL offense. Somewhere. Yeah, no, I like him too. I, I, I mean, I'd rather have. Teddy. I could see why you would go twenty four. Like that's pretty high for for I, someone I, like Nick Mullins. Like I totally understand that. Um, you know, again, maybe going back over it, I might put him a few few spots lower. Uh, but, no, but I, I like what solid. I, I like what I, I saw think from him, him. I think him ending up at thirty first overall is a solid, uh, yeah, true absolutely. ranking for him. But I will say, uh, there's no chance Teddy Bridgewater is worse than Nick Mullins. He threw for two thousand two hundred and seventy seven <laughs> yards, thirteen touchdowns, ten picks. Uh, his quarterback rating wasn't great, 54.2, but still threw for over 2,000 yards. In, in what was his rookie season. And he won two games. He won a game in overtime against Seattle, and he beat Denver. Yeah. You know, those are those are, those are not two, those are defenses. not crummy teams. Good yeah. defenses. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Mullins, 31st overall. 30th overall, however, is a former number one overall pick. A guy in 2017 we had, we had ranked as high as 15th. He's fallen this far, and he's... Uh, the off-the-field stuff it continues to be suspicious at best, and on the field he is not backing it up anymore. 30th is Jameis Winston. Uh, Dangles had him a little bit higher at 22nd overall. I think that's a ranking based on pedigree more than anything, but I will yeah. say I think the conversation needs to be if you are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have said Jameis is our quarterback, but if you are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, at what point do you have to start looking at a solution that is not Jameis Winston? You you're ha you you are in the ring with him now. You have you have pinned the tail I, to I him now. You need to be here now. But at what point do you say is this the year where you go? It's this year or bust. I don't now? know if it's I don't know if it's time. Just he's still a first round first overall pick. Guy, yeah. a guy who could potentially be a game changer. He had an excellent rookie year, and when he's not getting himself into trouble off the field. He, he is a good player. This year, obviously, that was kind of a hot and cold thing, and I'm not entirely certain why. What dirt you can't? If it's it's you know it's what what, what what's the saying? If you have two quarterbacks, you have yes. no quarterbacks. Yes. And that was the situation in, in Tampa this year. I don't know if that's the franchise is ready to give up on. I just I think he's too. 
they've put too much time and effort and they've gone to bat for him too many times publicly to yeah. to just cut ties and and let him go at this point. I'm not I wouldn't be blaming them if they did because he's caused them so much of a headache over and over and over again, but I don't know that I'm I I still think there's some development to be had there and I think under the right coach and with the right circumstances, I think he could go back to that rookie year form. I don't know if he can get back to the rookie year form. I do think a change of scenery would help him immensely and maybe they change the scenery enough by substituting some of the guys in charge of him the offensive coordinator the new head coach all that stuff that might help Jameis but Jameis in a new uniform in a new location might help the most in my opinion Brian I, do you I, think it's a lost cause I don't know if it's a lost cause but the problem is, is that your quarterback position should be one of the least headache people in yes, your locker room absolutely and the problem is with J- Jameis Winston even in his good times, even when he was doing really well, there was a bit of babysitting that involved yeah. him as a person yeah. and him as a player. Uh, he's very fragile. We saw that in Hard Knocks. Watching him in Hard Knocks made me convinced that like this guy every week, every practice is a, is a hit or miss. Yeah. Like he has his yeah. up days and downs days. At some point, you you you've put so much time and energy into this guy it's got to come out it's got to pay off it's it's like he cannot be the biggest question mark every season going into the into the into the into the next year it's just it's it's getting to be too much okay and it's probably just and and a little foreshadow i'm sure it has something to do uh also with some other quarterbacks too it's not just him it's not just off field it's not just on field it's it's the combination of both i i he's just too much work yeah he's too much work guys yeah no i get that i'm gonna put that much work into somebody it's good there's got to be something that i feel like there's a payoff yeah well the fact that they have put so much work into him at this point it makes me go well do they really want to just give up on him at this point Sunk that's cost. three that's, that's that's three years that you're just going to have to basically pretend like never happened yep. and you're giving up the you know you're giving up your draft pick from oh, i think he's got one year you're your number one overall i'm talking one year you think this is the year oh this year this doesn't pay off year. if bruce arians can't get gold out of this kid yeah i'm i'm not I, if he can't do it i'm not doing well, it. he's gonna be on a much shorter leash with leash with bruce arians i can tell you that much if he trips up off the field at any point i wouldn't be surprised it's gonna be if an interesting like, situation to watch uh, and it's funny because we 31st was Nick Mullins, and we all said that's an amazing ranking. What a good ranking for him. And then Jameis, 30th, it's like such below him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird that these guys are in different spots of their careers. Uh, 29th overall. I thought I ranked this guy too low. I did rank him the lowest out of you three, but it wasn't by much. I thought I ranked him too low, but I think we saw in the playoffs what you need to be a successful quarterback, and he just doesn't have it quite yet. 29th overall is the first rookie from that first round last year to make it. Lamar Jackson is 29th overall. Did we do him dirty? Did we put him a little bit too low? He is the lowest-ranking rookie quarterback on here other than Nick Mullins. We're talking those first-round rookies. Who voted him where? I had him uh, 28th, right around here. Uh, Daniels had him 27th. You had him the highest at 25th. So we all had him in this range. The question is, is 29th too low for Lamar Jackson, who lit the world on fire the final two months he uh, he played? No, I don't think we're doing Lamar Jackson dirty because I think the where he ended up at 29 tells me he is, a you know, for a rookie, a, ki- a kid who was drafted late in the first round, mm-hmm. he's about overachieving where he's he, he started the season out. I mean, we would have put him as a solid backup, yep. you know, maybe potentially going to be a starter, but he came in and he won games. I think he was 6-1 and one or 6-2, yeah. and two, something like that, which is very impressive uh, for a team that wasn't built for him, you know, but but obviously... Absolutely, they weren't. Obviously, one of the, be- the better teams that could have uh, 
uh, had him. Uh, I now think it's built for him, though. Now, now it is his team. That's why I put him higher on this list for me personally. Right. I put him, I think, 26th. 25th overall 25th. for Lamar. Yeah. I put him higher because there are going to be a number of guys we talk about here shortly that I don't think um, in the current system they're in, the many years that they've been playing, I've kind of seen what they can do. Uh, Lamar Miller has a big you know, big runway in front of him. Lamar, Lamar He's got a me, lot of things to run. So I think 29 is about right. I, I think he could be. I don't think you put him lower than that. He is an unbelievable, unbelievable athlete. I think he's a winner. I really like him, and I want him to succeed. He just not can't throw the ball. He can't throw the ball, and that's kind of what you need to do at quarterback. He and can it throw the showed, ball, but he throws the ball in, in a limited in a limited sense. It needs to grow. Yeah. And uh, I think 29th, it might be a little bit low for his talent, but he just, quarterback alone, he's definitely subpar. Yeah. So maybe he gets better and the team's going to be built around him, although they're now missing Alex Collins. 28 overall, this guy started uh, started all 16 games in 2017 and 2016. He has fallen slowly since then. 2017, we had him the highest he's ever been, 17th overall. He comes in at 28th right now. I had him lower than you guys did. I'm kind of the reason he fell so far. But I think Andy Dalton stinks, and it's going to be tough for you guys to explain to me otherwise. I don't. I I had Andy Dalton thirty first overall. I barely think he's a starter in this league. Dangles, you had him as high as twentieth. For me personally, I think you're going nowhere with Andy Dalton as a starter. I think he's in Joe Flacco territory. I think this is a perfect spot for him to be ranked. You had him higher. Why do you like Dalton more than I do? I just I've always had more. I think you and I have have forever disagreed on what kind of a player a football player Andy Dalton is yeah we never have this we never see eye to eye on him I think he's a better quarterback than you're willing to give him credit for he sucked last you, year you think he didn't suck last year he didn't that's just the thing is that you seem to be looking at a completely different set of stats from when he was playing than I was he's the team started five and one yes but that team fell apart in the middle of the season because Andy Dalton could not stay consistent and good he has never been good I, I disagree. I think he is a good quarterback. He has put up numbers throughout his 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 career that that are more than that are more than serviceable. Honestly, I mean he has. He, he he's injury prone. That's I think the biggest knock against him. Do I think he is by himself able to lead his, a team to a playoffs? Probably probably not. But you know, do I think he's a bad quarterback? No, I don't. There are there are. Ten other guys that I could probably, I would tell you I, that I would put, or that I would have, uh, rather not have start of, as opposed, to, like, I would rather have Andy Dalton start over them, is yeah. what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if I agree with you on that. I will say, I think Andy Dalton's in the NFL for the next ten years. I think he's our next Brian Hoyer and Josh McCown. I think he just has a job wherever he goes because he's been professional, consistent, and solid. He's never going to be as bad as a Mark Sanchez, but I just don't think he's a good starter. I would not want him as on my team. I find him to be very limited in what I can do with him, and yeah. I think he doesn't uh, ever put the game in his hands and elevate and it, other people around him. He really, actually, I'd I'd argue he has probably been a middling. 25 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. This is kind only of guy. the second season, by the way, that he hasn't played full full 16. Games. I know the past two years. He's I'm not worried about his injury. He's been very consistent. He has been very consistent. He's only thrown less than 20 touchdowns twice in his uh, seven. Uh, I'm sorry, eight year career in the NFL. Well, he's one of those guys who has a very high floor but a very low ceiling, I, and I think that that's problematic in a league where you are are only getting to the Super Bowl 
That's with, the thing. With a quarterback with a high ceiling. This 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 list, this section of this list right now, all the way up to 17, the question continues to become, can you win a Super Bowl with this person? 32 on this list was Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl ring, but can you win a Super Bowl today with this person? I mean, I just don't know how I just don't know how how we're putting guys like Jimmy Garoppolo and, and Oh, don't even bring and, up Jimmy Garoppolo. And and, and Josh got, Allen and Marcus you got a lot Mariota. To talk about yeah, I'm when not going I don't have Garoppolo. to I don't have to explain shit about shit. We got <laughs> that's from my he's from that's, my team, I know him better than that's, anybody. That's that's down the line. Save save your thoughts. Point point being, we're talking about we're talking about Andy Dalton, the guy who has a proven track record of success in the NFL. You're talking about ranking him lower on the list than someone like Josh Allen, than someone like Marcus Mariota, who can't consistently throw passes, than somebody like Josh Rosen. I'm not buying it. Uh, I'm right there with you. Number 27. You just brought him up. Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota is another one of those quarterbacks on this list where we all had him in the same exact zone. He ends up at 27th right now, falling from last year's 20th overall ranking, the year before that, 14th overall. He will always be tied to Jameis. He's always been close to him in these rankings. This ranking, we have him a little bit ahead. Same question with Jameis. How many more years does Tennessee give this guy? Because this this past year was sort of offset by injuries very early. He had a weird elbow thing, and it gave him like a, a, a numbness in his fingertips on his throwing hand. That's never going to be good. Obviously, you get healthier. You're going to be better this year than you were last year. But can Tennessee win consistently with Marcus Mariota as their future? He's been in the league a while now. This is who he is. I don't know how much more growing you can do. He has consistently fallen in our rankings. If you're a Tennessee fan, should you be worried? Yes. Yeah. I, I haven't seen a year, a complete year out of him. I haven't seen anything out of him that makes me go, God, you know what? We can pull it off. It's hard enough to do it with guys who are playing well. Yeah. You might be a team that has a good quarterback and, and, and have not all the pieces around him, but you're still competitive. You, you're something hopeful to be to be had. With Marcus Mariota, I, if I'm a Tennessee fan, I'm wondering when the other f- shoe's going to drop because yeah. I haven't seen him, again, elevate to this point where like he can go into the playoffs and he can win and he can take take play he's not he, he doesn't he does not excel at the NFL level that he did in Oregon. In Oregon yeah. his athleticism could overmatch his deficiencies as a passer. It is not the case anymore in the NFL and that's a huge red flag. See, this is the worst case scenario for Lamar Jackson in the Baltimore Ravens. 100%. It really is. 100%. Um <clears throat> I don't think Marcus Mariota can win you a Super Bowl. I don't think Marcus Mariota uh, I would not want him as my starter. I, I really like him, too. He's a good and guy. I think he's a winner. Yeah. I just don't think he is a starting NFL quarterback. We have him ranked 27th. Dangles, anything on the Mariota train? He could be a good backup. Maybe. I mean, unless the Titans start running the triple option sometime soon. I mean, right. I, I don't know if they're going to. I mean, I don't it, even think you could do that it's anymore. It's one of two things. Either Marcus Mariota isn't built to be an NFL quarterback in this passing league, and he's just too, too much of a, a sort of dynamic person, or he's going to finally fall into some sort of level of comfortability in this offense. Obviously, the Titans are going to have a new offensive coordinator this year that's with Matt another problem. on you know what I mean so I'm yeah. not sure I'm not sure what to he's had a lot of fluctuation but that's a, that's there. a sign to me that there's problems yeah uh number 26 overall another guy who's uh at, he's in a team and uh, in a venue that has changed a lot over the years although they seem to have found their head coach and their mindset going forward we again rank this guy all around the same only three spots different between the three of us he is another one of these rookies he is my least favorite of the rookie bunch 26th Josh Allen out of Buffalo. The reason why I had him higher than the Andy Daltons of the world dangles is because last year I hated Josh Allen going into this year. I think he stinks. Uh, He impressed me the most with his winning ability. He just seems to people seem to be fired up playing next to him. And that's something I cannot say about Andy Dalton. 
Do you think we did it right putting Josh Allen ahead of Lamar Jackson? Uh, yes. It's a little yes, bit questionable when tough. I saw I it mean, all together. I had, I had, uh, I had Josh Allen right at number twenty six on my list. Yeah, um, I, I had Allen twenty seven. I had Lamar twenty eighth. So personally, I, and, and Dangles, you did the same. You had Allen twenty sixth, Lamar twenty seventh. <laughs> Brian, you had uh, uh, Lamar twenty fifth. Josh Allen, 24th. We all did it. I think Every one of us put Josh Allen one step above Lamar. I, I think, I mean, they're similar quarterbacks in their ability to move in the pocket and, and, and make, ex, make extend plays and do all that. I, I think Josh Allen showed a little bit more with his passing ability, and obviously we know what kind of throwing power he's got yeah. and, <laughs> excuse me, what kind of arm strength he has. Um, but, uh, yeah, for me, I think that's what gives him the edge is 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 the fact that Lamar Jackson had a good team, like a you know a defense yeah. to put him out there, and there were still Allen times there were still times when the Ravens are like trying to stay in games, they're only up by three points, and yeah. Josh Allen had no one, and he's going out there and being Player of the Week. Well, remember, Josh Allen is a runner. Josh Allen had some incredible runs. Yeah. So I have what well, I have. Lamar, in Jackson's Lamar Jackson's a runner too. That's what I'm saying. But is my that point Josh is, Allen's a passer, and Lamar yes. Jackson—they're both runners. Josh Allen's a passer. Lamar Jackson's not. Exactly. I, I in a passing league, I feel more comfortable going into the huddle with a Josh Allen than I do with a Lamar Jackson, knowing. Uh, also, that Lamar Jackson is a slighter build. Josh Allen is a bigger build. Josh Allen is bigger than Carson Wentz. Josh Allen's a big man. He's a big man. I think. Uh, I just think on the field, Josh Allen is a better passer than Lamar Jackson. It's not by much, and that's why I put Josh Allen ahead of him. I am very interested to see the jump those two make, especially versus the other ones next year, because yeah. now their teams are ready for them. It's going to be interesting to see who improves. Number 25th overall, this one is kind of a, a weird ranking because I don't think I explained it well enough to you two. I had this guy ranked 16th overall. Dangles had him ranked 34th overall. A lot of fluctuation on this guy because of the injury. It's Alex Smith. Uh, 2018 last year, we had him 12th overall. He falls to 25th in the rankings. I think we uh, probably should have discussed how we were going to rank him depending on the injury. It's clear that he's not going to play next year. He may never play again. Uh, I don't think we need to talk about him too much, but, you know, I hope he plays again because I think Alex Smith deserves to be a starting quarterback I, in the I, NFL. I mean, if if injury is 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 not an issue and he's recovered fully, he's a starter in this league. I think he's a solid he's, starter. I think he's a 20, 25, yeah. you know, where I and had he's him. He's getting up there now, guys. He's almost going to be 35. So I, is Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I, I get that, but Aaron Rodgers has had success in a lot of ways that Alex Smith has, and Alex yeah. Smith has been, if you has want to been talk about a mostly winner. mediocre with flashes of good. Aaron Aaron Rodgers has been if, mostly great if, with if flashes you, of he, mediocre. If you want to argue the Andy Dalton's a winner thing, look at Alex Smith's past five years. All he does is win football I, games. I'll even make an argument that if you threw Alex Smith on the Minnesota a Vikings team. Oh, 10 times better than Kirk Cousins. He, 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 he might be better than Kirk Cousins. Number 24th overall. This guy actually plays and will play next year. He overtook the starting position. Another one of the rookies to come in. The Chosen Rosen at 24th overall. Uh, Dangles had him a little bit lower at 28th. Me and Brian had him right at 23-24. I will ask the same question again. Do you think Rosen is better than Allen and Lamar? I don't know that he's better than Josh Allen. Uh, wow. I, I, I remains to be seen. I didn't. I didn't honestly. I didn't get to watch a lot of Cardinals stunk so badly last they year. Bad. And they were bad. I, so when we were watching football on Sundays, I got to be honest. I wasn't paying a ton of attention to the Cardinals yeah. games um, unless they were paying, playing the Patriots, which they didn't. Well, so, you might not be seeing Josh Rosen in a Cardinals you know, uniform. Yeah. Well, depending on what happens, obviously there's been some reports that uh, Kyler Murray might go first, which would probably mean the end of Josh Rosen's time in a Cardinals so uniform. Let's, but we'll let's see. talk about that. <clears throat> Kyler Murray, obviously declared to be in the NFL we recorded a conversation about him a long time ago where I said I think he's going to be the number one overall pick when he comes to the NFL we had to delete it because the episode went too long just like all of our episodes go but let's have a conversation now Kyler Murray's coming in 
if Arizona chooses to take him, you can almost make the argument for it because Josh Rosen, their answer, is 24th right now, whereas other guys that were drafted around the same time are much, much higher. If you take a guy like Kyler Murray and you think he could be the next Carson Wentz, the next Baker Mayfield, the next change of culture, you know what one year of Josh Rosen looks like. Do you think it's a feasible thing for you to decide, if I can get X amount of first-round picks for Josh Rosen, let me take Kyler and trade Josh away? Or is that just utter chaos? No, I don't think it's chaos. I think that's smart business. I mean, you can always write it off as, oh, we got a new coach. This is his scheme. We, yeah. we knew Kyler was a once-in-a-lifetime generational player. He gets our base excited. Is he, though? That, well, that you well, have, if you believe it, if you believe you know, that, if you lot, believe it, well, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot. If of you speculation. believe it enough to take first overall, do you think you can trade? Josh I'll Rose? give you, uh, and I'll give a huge shout out to the PFF guys at PFF who did a really good uh, uh, segment on this. They took the last two court two draft classes, including this one and last year's, as we all know, with the with the Josh Allen's, the the Rosens, and the and the Lamar Jacksons, and the Baker Mayfields, and the Sam Donalds. They made a really strong argument that Baker Mayfield is in a class of his own, and that's just. Statistically, they had him. They had him as their number one quarterback last year. So they they were they were before the trend. Yeah. They make the, a really good argument that Kyle Mur, uh, uh, Kyler Murray is literally like one B behind Baker Mayfield based on stats, based on his throwing completion, based on what he does. He has a better completion percentage in a clean pocket, which is by the way the number one indicator for a successful quarterback. Because when everything's going right around you, you should be able to execute. Yes. Is yeah. the logic right? Yes. He has a better completion percentage and a better quarterback rating than any quarterback who has come out in the last eight years. Yeah, he is stellar. It's gonna be very interesting so the question becomes to your question if there is a guy like kyle kyle murray kyler murray and you do pass up uh, do pass up on him to keep for, the 24th overall to keep a guy like josh rosen yeah. around you might be a bigger idiot yeah well, but see i don't think that i don't <clears throat> and I it don't depends know, on what they get for i don't him. know if the arizona cardinals front office surprisingly enough is going to be looking at the left coasters quarterback list and going hmm, well they ranked him 24th should we hang on to him i think the number that is more important to them is 14 where they took him last year or 13 whatever where they took him last 12. year early teens which is if you if you take kyler murray first overall this year as a gm of that organization you are basically admitting to the owner to the fans and to the team that you fucked up last year, that we made a mistake, that this was wrong. You don't draft a quarterback in the first round like that and then put him in on the final drive of a game that they could have won unless you think this kid is special and he's going to be around for a long time. It doesn't make sense. So I... them drafting Kyler Murray first overall is the exact same thing as them saying, yeah, hand up, we messed up the 2017 draft. There were other guys we could have taken and we should have. I think and I don't, know that, I don't know that the front office wants to do that. I, I think that's an easy PR fix. I also think you can yield a return in the Rosen trade that will make people forget that you took them for. That would be what they would because need to, that would be what they need to do. Because the, then the question became, and these guys tackled this really well. Uh, if where do you put Rosen then in the in 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 the rankings of yeah. all the other young quarterbacks? Yeah. And there's argument to be had that he's better than Dwayne Haskins, that yeah. he's better than Drew Locke, that he's better than the quarterbacks that are going to be picked at the next tier of players. I so like if you're him. the New York Giants. Why wouldn't you pick up him if you could get that? I like him. Coming out of college, he was my number one overall out of the guys coming out, obviously. Love you know, him a lot. I'm an idiot, but Josh Rosen I really liked. 24th on our list. 23rd overall is a guy that has uh, caused a lot of consternation over the past few years of the Left Coasters podcast. He is the next guy after Eli Manning to start all 16 games for his team. Brian, Brian had him as low as 30. Dangles and I had him at 20 and 21. 
I've talked enough about this guy, so I'm going to let Dangles defend him. Case Keenum comes in at 23rd overall. Brian, why do you think he's the lowest, one of the lowest starters in the league? Uh, I think he falls. I think he falls far and away um, past some of those mid, middling, mid-tier guys because I've only seen one good year out of him. Yeah, and that was last year. He's been a yeah. backup his entire career up until that point. Yeah, uh, he came into Minnesota. Lit the uh, world on fire. And and, yeah. and 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 remember, he came from the third overall uh, position yeah. at, at quarterback yeah. that year. So he came out of nowhere. Expectations were yeah. were were very low. When expectations are high, this guy sinks to his average, his batting average. Yeah. And and to me, his batting average is a lower starting quarterback. See, I, I don't have him as low as thirtieth. I had him twentieth. As I said, I just think he's a. I think he's solid. I don't think he's going to win you a Super Bowl. I think he can get you the playoffs and have that Minnesota year. Dangles, uh, why is he better than 30th? You had him 21st overall. I mean, I just looking at my list of guys, the guys whose names are coming behind his are just, I don't think they're as good quarterbacks as, as Case Keenum has been. Now, again, we've only really seen him for one year. Um, but he's consistent. He stays healthy. Um, and, but, 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 but he has proven, and I think this past, you know, he's proven that he's a system quarterback, period. That's yeah. it. He thrives when he's in the right system, yes. and when he doesn't, he's just mediocre. 22nd overall, also started all 16 games. He is uh, the king of John Gruden's QB camp. Derek Carr, 22nd overall, was 19th last year, was 7th the year before that, before he went out with injury. That was the year he, uh, the Oakland Raiders were unbelievable, and they should have played the Patriots in the playoffs if it wasn't for the injury. Brian, you have uh, Derek Carr a step above Case Keenum. He's a step above on our list as well, but you have him as low as 29th. Oakland Raiders, Tennessee Titans, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The question continues, do you think Oakland – has their QB of the future, or do you think they need to look in the mirror and make a tough decision? I don't think they have their QB of the future, but I think they have their QB for now. I, I, I think there are so many other glaring issues on that team, and I think uh, Mike Mayock, uh, the new GM, understands that. Crazy. I, he is going Crazy. to bring in so Mike m- Mayock. He's going to bring in so many players, I think, that are of their uh, of their of their own um, style and their own liking. Yeah. That um, the quarterback is the least of their issues, and the reason why Derek Carr is so low here for me is because I think Derek Carr is um, playing at his again at his batting average. We saw one yeah. really yeah. good statistical year, and I've heard some really compelling one statistical. Well, I've heard some really good statistical um, uh, talks on his year and how it is. Uh, almost incredible how high of a statistical probability that season was uh, in for him having such a good year. It's just, it's very unlikely he'll ever hit that mark ever again, based on what he's had his entire life. That would stink because that that one year might get him every contract he ever gets. And, and and, And I put Derek Carr in the same boat as Andy Dalton, as Marcus Mariota. No, not as me. I put him in the same boat I think because he's more talented. I, I don't I don't agree with that. I don't. Well, we uh, left coast is having twenty second overall. We'll see if he rises or continues this little mini free fall he is don't go, doing because he is definitely Oakland's answer for next season. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. The next guy, twenty first overall, I murdered this man. I I took him out back and I shot him as bad as the old Yeller. Um, Dan- uh, Br- Dangles had him as high as 14th. I ranked him at 32nd overall, the last starter in the league, and I'm pretty sure that's because I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. 21st is Mitch Trubisky. He came in at 30th last year. He's improved to 21st overall. Personally, for me, I'm talking about system quarterbacks. So the only plays this guy does is his first read. He never makes it to the second read. He is an excellent scrambler. 
He is an excellent, you know, when everything breaks down. Throws well on the run. Yeah, he is very, very good at backyard football. He is not going to win you a Super Bowl. That is my honest opinion. I'm also a Green Bay fan. Take it with a grain of salt. He might not have to. Well, yes, I agree with you. He could be a Blake Bortles and ride a Jacksonville defense all the way to the Super Bowl if they, you know, it's it's a possibility. I'm so happy that he is the Chicago quarterback because it's another Chicago quarterback that does not fear me at all. Does not scare me at all. I, I think he say. has more potential than you're giving him yeah. credit for. Uh, I think you know. I think you guys I, both I, agree I on that. I have him. Okay, well, he's a playoff quarter. He was a playoff yeah. team quarterback, yeah. dude. I don't know how you can. You know, it's it's hard for me. Hard, it would be a, would have been hard for me to look at my list and and feel like I was really ranking them. You know, truthfully, if I had a guy like Mitch Trubisky who led his team to the playoffs at 32nd that's that's well, that is unconscionable to me well, like that doesn't make any keep that, that doesn't make that doesn't make any sense like did you did you bump your head that day keep were, that are you quote, okay Dangles. were you were you bludgeoned about the the hedular area or anything so brian you had him uh, ranked 20th he ends up 21st do you think uh, this is where he lives, or do you think he can improve being in the high teens? I, I think he can be in the high teens. I don't think he's ever going to be a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. I, I, I think, again, logic being everything's a snapshot, but taking a step back and looking at the potential for his career. Are there going to be years he's going to be lower than, than he otherwise should and some years higher? Uh, yes, I think this year is, is again, his his floor. I yeah. think th- I think this could be his. I think this floor. year was his ceiling, but yes, I think this is his floor at the very least, yep. and that's why I ranked him a little bit higher. I I think his ceiling, unfortunately, though, is because of his accuracy issues. Those aren't things that are going to change. No, I've never seen a quarterback with his accuracy issues. Yeah, uh, ascend to the top. You know, of doesn't the league, happen. it just doesn't happen. But again, really? to- how about Michael Vick? There, that's that was, different. That was that's easy. Different. Oh, not even the that's same dangles. Yeah, not even the that's, same that's, world. Is it not because Michael Michael Vick had some terrible accuracy issues? No, that's and he was the best. Different. He was the best quarterback in the league for a long Michael time. Michael Vick was the best athlete in the league. Yeah, yes. like, that's different. Still, My, Mitchell just still still not best, even close. Still the best quarterback. Yeah, but if you're talking about you've never seen a guy with accuracy, you said I've never seen a guy with accuracy issues like that ascend to the top of the NFL. Yeah, I, and I never proved also Michael Vick. Also, Michael Vick did not have the accuracy issues that Mitch Trubisky has. I would no. disagree with that. He did not. It, it doesn't matter. Michael Vick was a, the best athlete to ever set foot on an NFL field. There, there were other team. There were other. There are other things about Michael Vick's game that he transcended his accuracy issues, whatever ones he had. But the problem with Mitch Trubisky is things that I've seen him throw. He throws ducks. There are times where, where Mitch Trubisky throws a very ugly ball for no other reason other than uh, mechanical issues. Yeah. M- Michael Vick never threw a duck. Michael Michael Vick threw pristine balls, and uh, when they were on target, sure. Those yeah. those ducks landed Mitch at twenty first overall in the rankings, number twentieth overall in the rankings. Another one of the rookies to enter in, Sam Darnold. Uh, we pretty much had him all around the same here. Sam Darnold. We talked about it with the other quarterbacks, but if you're a Jets fan, you have to be happy about uh, where your future is heading, right? The last six games of the year were unbelievable. He, he has some amazing games. It's starting to click. Yeah. It started to click at the end. It was a rough go. And that's a, gra- and that's a crap team. Yeah. That's a crap with team. With a lot of money in free agency. Again, this show's happening during free agency. The Jets might have spent that money by now, but there's a lot of moves the Jets could make to make themselves a much better team. And I like Sam Donald. I think number 20 is actually the perfect spot for him in these rankings. Number 19, I'm rushing into it because I want to make sure Dangles remembers what he just said about a 30-second overall quarterback. Number 19, 
We differed on this guy over 19 spots. Brian had him as high as 13th overall. Dangles at 32nd overall. He also ended up leading his team to not only the playoffs, but a playoff victory over Mitch Trubisky. He has won himself a Super Bowl. He is going to be the biggest paid free agent on the market. He is quarterback Nick Foles. Big Dick Nick coming in at 19th overall. Dangles, uh, what out of the past two years and what Nick Foles has done, what makes him the 32nd overall quarterback? Um, I don't know. He just is. He Sorry. can win you a Super He's Bowl. He's lucky he made it into that top thirty-two. He's a backup by my standards, and he should be. He he should be. He, he should have been in that bottom thirty-three. He not only can win you a Super Bowl. He not only can win you consistently playoff games, and seems to have that cool, calm demeanor that like a cool Joe Montana has. And he's also had years where he's thrown 27 touchdowns and two interceptions. He's also had a game where he's tied the career, the NFL record for seven touchdowns in a game. All that, and he still doesn't have a starting job. But because of Carson funny? Wentz. He will. Because of Carson no, Wentz. Isn't that funny? He, 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 yeah, will. he will now because circumstances dictate. Because he won a Super Bowl. Because he won a Super Bowl. And Last he won a, year. And he won a playoff game Last this year. year. This year he won a playoff Last game. Year. If we're looking at if we're look, yeah he that, no that, I'm saying he won a Super Bowl last year yeah. if we're looking at if we're and looking he won at playoff games this year if we're looking Mitch at what Trubisky he's did do, not if we're gonna look at what he's gonna do next Mitch Trubisky does, didn't lose that game Cody Parkey lost that does game. he have does he have him does he have him uh, he has, higher than 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 Andy Dalton because we can roll back that tape no and, Nick Foles he has Nick Foles thirty second he has Andy Dalton twentieth that's yeah. nuts that's I don't nuts. think so you would take Andy Dalton. Over, spots over Nick, Nick Foles? Foles? Listen, I might, yeah. I don't think Nick Foles is going to be worth I don't think Nick Foles is a great quarterback. I don't think Nick Sorry. Foles is Oof. going to be worth the contract he if, gets. Guaranteed. This coming year. If, this if, coming year. If, if all you have to do to be a great quarterback is win a Super Bowl, then Joe Flacco is a great quarterback. Then I'm Trent about Dilfer now. is a great quarterback. I'm talking about right now. Then, then, you know, let's pick some other guys who have won uh, a Joe Super Flacco Bowl. Joe Flacco yeah, the year he won the Super Bowl? Yes, I yeah. would take he, him uh, over. Yeah. When Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, he was better than the 32nd overall quarterback in the league. He has fallen since then, for sure. But Nick Foles won a Super Bowl last year. He won a playoff game th- this past year. The most recent part of Nick Foles is if Alshon Jeffrey doesn't let the ball slip through his fingers, he's beating New Orleans and, I will and take, going to the NFC Championship yeah, maybe, for the second year in a row. Maybe. And I'll, I'll add a layer to this that takes it to the next level. Nick Foles is built to run the offense that offenses are moving towards. Yes, I agree with that. The, the, the fact that Nick Foles is relevant now that he wasn't in his early careers because everybody thought he was this big-armed quarterback slinging, you know, slinging across the field. They, they had him in an offense that was much more like Andy Reid. He he's now in a in an offense uh, that is much more diverse that has that has that puts more importance on decision making and he's got that I I, I have no Let's doubt see if he can do it outside I, of Doug Peterson's system because that's I the am. only but he's gonna go to Filippo I, I think he's gonna end up with Filippo well, in Jacksonville you're, you're you're making you're making your 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 points based off of speculation I I'm am, making mine based off of fact I am well, worried well, I am worried that his next contract that he gets in free agency is gonna be an overpay for the stuff that he has done and he will not live up to said contract with said new team but I. I will say and stand true, he is much, much better than the 32nd overall quarterback heading into next year. Instead, I would take him over. Just a fact. I would take him over Case Keenum. Uh, oh, that's like I would opinion, take him man. over Kirk Cousins too. So the next two quarterbacks. Speaking of Kirk Cousins, the next two quarterbacks we have a tie. This is heading into 16th overall, so we have a tie for 17th, uh, 17 and 18, and both of these quarterbacks. I don't know. Because of who we have 16, you're going to have to wait till next week to hear who comes in at 16th overall. Because of who we have at 16th, I think we've done 17 and 18th dirty. 18th is the former MVP. 17th is Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins stinks. He ends up 17th because Dangles has him slightly higher than he has the 18th overall quarterback, and that is Cam Newton. Cam Newton last year we had ranked 8th overall. 
He started every game for the Carolina Panthers. This year, obviously some type of shoulder injury hindered his whole entire season. The talk about accuracy issues, Cam Newton had him everywhere. And he kept on playing because Cam Newton is such a good athlete that even an 80% Cam Newton is good enough to win you a football game and you're going to trot him out there. The question is, whether you want to talk about Kirk Cousins or Cam Newton, the both questions is, can you win a Super Bowl with these two men? Because the next level of quarterbacks, when we do the next episode, that's where we get to consistent playoff and Super Bowl victors. Kirk and Cam didn't make the cut. Cam's led a 15-1 season. Kirk has had victories and been in the playoffs before. Kirk might be on the better team right now. These are two NFC powerhouses with quarterbacks with big question marks next to them. Can you win a Super Bowl with those two guys? I think the problem with Cam Newton is Cam Newton runs a pretty anticipatory offense. It's very simple. Mm. They run very they run very simple route trees. Mm. There's not a lot of scheme diversity with Cam Newton. Yeah, you get a little bit of play action. Yeah, you can do some stuff from under center. Yeah, you can do some really cool stuff around the edges and whatever. But the problem is, is Cam Newton's not accurate enough, even when his shoulder is healthy, to do all the things that you need to do to get to a Super Bowl. We we see what happens when Tom Brady gets in the Super Bowl every year. His, his the scheme gets more diverse. He yeah. gets he gets there's more at his fingertips. The defense can't keep up, and and the problem is is that you know he causes too many issues. I saw him play against my Lions this year. Lions made him look bad. Yeah. They made him look really bad, and that's not just simply because of his shoulder, but because he let a really bad defense uh, uh, take him to school. So my point is, is if you can't overmatch, intellectually speaking, uh, the the opposing defensive coordinator and the schemes yeah. that, that they're throwing at you, I, I don't know how you're going to make it deep into the playoffs every year. His athleticism is out of control. They're both they're both potential Super Bowl winners. I think can see either of those quarterbacks winning winning a Super Bowl. I completely disagree with your read on why the, the Panthers were bad last year. I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that they run simple off. Offenses for Cam Newton. He can run tough offenses. If you weren't watching them in the middle, if you were watching them in the middle of the season, you see all the things they were doing. How they were rotating Curtis Samuel in and emotioning him out, and the way they would run jet sweeps. And he what would, was their record would, at the end would, of the season? He would end up. I'm not talking about the. I'm talking about in the middle of the season when they were the best rushing team in the NFL. They were running complex stuff, complex offensive formations, movements, a lot, throwing a lot of different creative stuff at you. I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that he can't make tough throws. I think it has everything to do with the fact that a he gets in his head when he's when he gets down. And if he's not winning, he's not playing to his fullest. And B, I think I think they ran. If they any reason they did run simple route trees, it's because their receivers stink, not because Cam Newton may, their, can't their make those throws. Good. It's because their their top guy is Devin Funchess. Their receivers are not good. I, so I I think he's able. But to that make could those, be why they're running he's really able simple to make shit. Those throws. Of course, he can win a Super Bowl. He's made it to one. I think Cam can absolutely win you a Super Bowl. Uh, I think he's only 18th on our list because of the injury and the terrible year he had, the truly terrible year he had. I, You guys know how I feel about Kirk Cousins. I don't think he can win you a Super Bowl. I think 17th is a perfect spot for Kirk. I will say both of these quarterbacks are worse than the one we put at 16th, but you guys are going to have to wait to hear who we have for the final list, 16 through number one. Will Tom Brady defend his crown as the two-time Left Coasters quarterback champion number one overall. And you're going to have to wait till next week to find out. Kirk Cousins, 17. Cam Newton, former MVP, 18. And the rest of us are out. We'll see you next week with the final 16. And as always, oh, by the way, we haven't heard a Charger or a Rams starting quarterback n- name yet. This is good. I feel so like this you is know a good thing. they're in the top 16. So let's hit it with a hard ramming.
Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-backed training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you. 